Whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a staycation, Macy's has everything you need. Summer's almost here, and I'm so excited to take a trip with Bryn. We are planning it right now. We are heading to Macy's before we pack to grab new shoes we can wear all day with anything. I'm excited to lay in the sun with key pieces from Macy's, like my new Dolce Vita sandals and Levi's skirt. I am ready to relax and look and feel amazing. Oh, how good that sounds. Of course, I can't forget a new beach bag. I have been eyeing the collection of beach bags from Macy's, and I can't wait for you to see what I choose. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond, but at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. So Puerto Rico is a beautiful place. It's a lush island. It's great for surfing. It's got a culture. Like you feel like you've really gone somewhere far and you don't need a passport, which honestly I do really enjoy. It's a beautiful island. The people are amazing. The food is amazing. The water, the beaches, the vibe. It's a great place. It really is. In Puerto Rico, you'll taste the influence of Spanish, African, and native Taino traditions, sometimes all in the same dish. Puerto Rican chefs and restaurants put their passion into every bite. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. While not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful rash that can last for weeks. Wake up, because shingles could wake up in you. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Amy Schumer is the greatest. She's the greatest. And she's from Long Island. She's from Oceanside. I lived in Rockville Center in the neighboring town. I got an email from a girl who asked if I wanted to go to Amy Schumer. It'll be an amazing show. Jerry and Jessica Seinfeld are hosting her and it. And Lauren Michaels' name was thrown around. And uh, I don't know if Alec Baldwin, because he's got his own bag of problems right now. But, you know, there are these events that happen in the Hamptons once a, millenn- once a millennium, and they're cool. Like, I've gone to the Coldplay concert, and it's been really locals mixed with celebrities. But you had, like, I think Joni Mitchell and Jimmy Buffett and John McEnroe bartending in one room. And I think Jay-Z and Beyonce were there to watch them. And... Um, I was there, I got into a little bit of an incident there, which we don't have to discuss today. We could discuss it another day, but, um, I'm lucky I wasn't thrown out, but I I was, I was on the, on the brink of cancellation sort of. So anyway, the Hamptons once in a while has a cool event. Amy Schumer performing here sounds like a cool event. I don't go out. I don't go out on weekends. I don't go out at primetime dinner. It's the Hamptons. It's the most beautiful place in the world. It's the most dreadful place. If you go and try to do something cool or interesting or like orchestrated. That's when it's dreadful. Okay. So I went 
I was invited to Amy Schumer. And I said, who's, who's going to be there? When I asked that, I didn't mean like, you know, just Joe, the lifeguard. I meant there are people that I know who live out here who are, uh, at events like this and funny people who I appreciate humor and I love comedy. So, uh, I assume Jimmy Fallon's going to be there. He's a comedian, comedians support other comedians. I assume Lauren Michaels is going to be there. He's the one who told me you have to make an exit to make an entrance. I think he's going to be at a comedy thing. Jerry and Jessica Seinfeld have been confirmed. It sounds interesting because I'm leaving my house. I want to talk to some people. I want it to be interesting. I may want to say to Amy, do you want to come on the podcast? Like, I don't leave my house unless there's a very good reason. And often slash work is 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 a reason like slash slash Amy, do you want to come on the podcast? Because otherwise I'm sitting in my backyard or at the beach or doing a bonfire or making s'mores or swimming or just living my own free, free person life. Okay, let's go. This person invites me. They're up They're in the PR business. They invite me. They invited me to go to 50 cents a couple of years ago. I thought that's cool. Bram will go to the surf lodge. Big mistake. Huge. You'll have a private table, private parking, private everything. It's going to be great. Paul and I get ready. Paul and I always have a discussion about this. He never wants to go. I don't want to go either. I think it's good for me. It's good for work. Bring it have fun. Let's just go out. Let's get a car. Let's get dressed. Let's be people. Let's pretend we have a life. Let's pretend we're social. Can we just pretend? Can we just one night go out and be cool and like pretend we're cool and let's just pretend? Okay. So that night we went and Bryn was like two years younger and 50 cent. We never even saw anywhere near him. The crowds, it was a mob. It was like a stampede. It was crazy. And Brim was getting trampled. I'm like, this is bad parenting. This is what we call bad parenting. We never even got close to when he started. I think he just started five seconds before we were out of there. Montauk is like 40 minutes from my house. We're all spent money. We're tipping everybody. We're wearing nice outfits. We got a driver. The whole thing had to cost $1,500 to get there, sit down. It was a disaster. And we came home. Like, that's my idea of hell. Okay, enter the Amy Schumer performance. There's a place called the Clubhouse here. It's cool. It's a bowling alley and an arcade. I go there with Bryn in the winter because in the winter you get bored and you're not going to, we don't need to go bowling now in the summer when we can be at the beach and clamming or doing something fun and go on a boat. So we do that in the winter. So I never thought about the outdoor spaces that the clubhouse has, but they, I, I, and they have like a big bar inside, like a really big, big sports bar type vibes. I picture that she's going to be performing in there. Clubby, slanky, clubby, swanky, loungy. Great. But I do hear before we go that there's something private going to be outside, like a private concert. I do not ask how many people are going to be there, but I hear it's going to be intimate. So we go. My friends are coming. This was a whole thing too. Who am I inviting? I was going to invite my friend Alex and Steve Cohen. They own the Mets, okay? I did invite them. They had a game or he was away. They couldn't come. I said this would be cool. I don't invite them to everything because they invite me to go to like Subway Series Mets and to come to their house, which is the most extraordinary house you've ever seen in your life. I'm not inviting them, you know, to do nothing. But the truth is they're the most down-to-earth people and I could invite them easily to my backyard piggly wiggly barbecue as much as this but this sounded like just at least a cool invite they're not getting invited to this thing so like let me invite them i invited my friends perry and dan um and he's you know perry's an agent and he you know can be a little particular let's just say and i invited my friends amy and john okay amy and john end up coming alex and steve couldn't come amy and john end up coming they're my she's my friend from college i've known them for years 
They're calling me on the way there. Now, there's a vortex in the Hamptons where you cannot get phone service. That I'll give anybody who criticizes. There's a place here, a pocket, where you cannot talk to anybody. So you're trying to get to somewhere. You can't get the ways to get there, and you can't get on the phone to tell anybody where if you're late or not. It's a disaster, and it's a specific pocket. If you ever come to the Hamptons, it's between Bridgehampton and East Hampton. It's particularly Wayne Scott is a clusterfuck and a little bit of sagaponic. Okay, so I'm never in those places. Doesn't matter that much. But when you're getting out to Montauk, there's a good seven minutes to 10 minutes that you can't get service. Great. We're going there. Amy and John and Amy has was the one that I did the podcast about being a plant stalker, but she's, she's retired from being a plant stalker and she's not, but she still has it in her blood. So she's texting, where do we go? What do we do about the parking? And I'm like, I don't know. Cause I really don't know. And I just, I, I don't know. Don't forget. Don't forget. You never knew this. I put on an outfit that night. I got my hair. I'm embarrassed. So just know that I was told there's a step and repeat. So even though a step and repeat, I used to go to a casual event and not do hair and makeup because I thought, who cares? But step and repeat means there's one photographer. It doesn't mean if, matter if there's one or 40. There's one who will take a picture and it could end up everywhere. So just because it's a casual event and, and there's only one photographer, you don't want to look like garbage. The one camera has as much power as 20 cameras. It's something I learned about six months ago, probably about the same time as I started learning how to do my makeup. So the one camera has, has reach. So I get my hair and makeup done in the Hamptons. I'm whispering because that's something that would make me want to enter the witness protection program. Got my hair and makeup done. How embarrassing. Picked out an outfit, cute outfit. Paul and I bought this little cute dress in Santa Barbara. We love it. It's fresh. It's casual enough to be in the Hamptons, but cute enough to wear. I put it on and somehow my boobs are popping out. Like, popping out. Bryn's looking at me. Her face is wonky. Paul comes in. He's like, ooh. Later, he's like, that would not have been okay. Like, not have been okay. My boobs are popping out. So I'm thinking that sort of Dolce layering bra look. I could put a bra and I could peek out underneath. The problem is the shirt was so ill-fitting that you couldn't. So I put the bra underneath and now I'm wearing a bra with a dress like under it. So now we have to leave because they've told me you have to be here by this time. The set starts at that time, okay? You have to be here. I'm freaking out. I'm wearing a bra. I say, screw it. I can rock it. It's a bra that has pink detail. I have a pink bag to match. No problem. We're walking out the house. My keys, Paul tells me the keys are locked in the car. Keys locked in the car. Don't know how that happened. It's not 1988. Keys are locked in the car. I have a bra popping out. I pull this like dress that's like a sealess dress for me. I just, I couldn't think. I, I was in the moment. We had to leave. We had to get to the set. The same person who told me that this was very private and that told me that I wouldn't, that, that 50 Cent was going to be very private also told me we have to be there. We had to be there. I think they said by 645. What the hell was it? It was really early, 5.36. I think it was 6.45. I'm rushing out the door. I'm freaking out. I'm trying to figure out a dress. I pull another dress, and I'm now in the car, and I'm holding a dress. I picked the most neutral dress I could, and I'm in the car. Oh, sorry. Forgot to tell you. We got locked out of the car. We got locked out of the car. I, I, I don't have child care. I've never had a nanny. I don't have babysitters. I don't have a go-to babysitter. I, this night, because of this event because of Amy Sheeran performing, I tell my assistant, can you find a babysitter? She says, we don't, this is the assistant that lost my phone number for a day. She says, we don't have any babysitters and they're not in the Bible. The Bible's a book that my assistants have composed that like has 
Hamptons hairdresser, New York City play, Ohio, Dayton, Ohio hairdresser, in case I go there to do an appearance. Like, it's a Bible. It's called the Bible because it's like, it's been written, you know, scripture that's been included there so we could use it. So she says it's not in the Bible. I'm like, well, okay, so put it, you know, find it. She's like, well, it's, there's no babysitter in the Bible. I'm like, okay, the Bible wasn't actually made by God. It was made by my assistant. So, like, you can look around for a, a Hamptons babysitter. It can't be that difficult. Find a babysitter to put into that. You could put your, you can have your scripture in the Bible. You too could be a, a, an author in my Bible, but like, I can't deal with this right now. So that, that was something figure out a babysitter. I've sent $300 million to Ukraine in, in six days. I think you could figure out a babysitter. Okay. So, so now we got the babysitter thing. And then of course I, like I figure everything out, figured out the babysitter. I said, ask Garrett, my house manager, he's got to know somebody's a local he presents us with a friend of his who happens to be someone he was best friends with in high school. Her name is what? Katie Bryn? Jackie. Her name is, her name is, her name is Jackie. She went to prom with Garrett. Bryn wants to mention that. Okay. Enter Jackie. She walks into my house. She has a Jeep. I've never met her. She's adorable. I trust Garrett. She's his friend. Bryn doesn't need a lot of babysitting. Like it's like basically a friend coming over. She's, you know, got her own life. Um, but we're going, I'm holding a dress in my hand. Paul's locked out of the car. I look at Paul. I go, take the babysitter's car. We've met her five minutes ago, five minutes ago, met the babysitter in my hair and makeup, bra popping out. I posted it on Instagram, um, bra popping out, holding a white dress, get in the babysitter's car. Now my friend's calling me. How do we get in? What do we do? Whatever the passes, we have no service because we're in that, that vortex where you get no service in the Hamptons. Okay. No problem. Ha! We get there. I, I'm changing in the car. I change. I wear the other dress. I don't feel great about it. It's not great. Don't worry. Doesn't matter. There's not going to be a photographer. There's not going to be a step and repeat. That was fake news. I could have worn my underwear and a scrunchie. It doesn't matter. Great. Now she says, we finagled. We pulled up. We saw this said publicist and they got them a parking pass. Great. We pull up. We're behind 2,000 people. She's telling me we have to be in at a certain time. I'm thinking there's a step and repeat. I'm going to see Amy Schumer. The publicist says, get there. You have to be there at a certain time. Now we're at the back of this 10,000 car line. So what am I supposed to do? My friends got there at the time that I was told we had to be there. Now I'm going to be that Hamptons douchebag that's just passing everybody. I'm more important than you forgot to tell you because there's 10,000 cars. I didn't know there'd be this many cars. I didn't know there'd be this many people. That information was conveniently left out. It's a Saturday night. I'd rather be home making s'mores with Bryn, you know I don't go out. You've already garnered that. You've seen what I allow myself to look like on social media. You know I don't leave the house. Any publicist that works in this industry knows that every time they ask, the answer is no, unless it's really interesting, okay? So now we see, like, people to the left that are holding headphones, that are wearing shorts, that have, like, whistles around their necks. I'm like, Paul, I'm hiding under the seat. Drive up there and say, blah, 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 told us to come. It's just everything I hate. It's a reason to get canceled. It's why I threw a drink on someone at Coldplay. It's what happens to me when I leave and it's unnecessary. It was unnecessary to leave the house so far. But Amy Schumer's funny. It should be wonderful. After five conversations, I'm under the car seat. This is not an exaggeration. I do not exaggerate. I do a lot of things. I emote. I raise my voice. I do not embellish. I do not exaggerate. I'm under the seat. Paul talks to these people. They're talking to the other person on the walkie. We get to 
front. We leave the car. The person says, don't worry, just give your car. No VIP, no VIP parking, no pass. Just don't worry, just give your car. Okay, now we're walking in. This event has been designed to be like an airplane. You know, Amy Schumer talked about the VIP section and it's literally coach, business class, and first class. It's JetBlue Mint, business class, and coach. Coaches people on lawn chairs, eating sushi, hot dogs, barbecuing. It's Shea Stadium. It's wherever that open lawn is where you go in the middle of the Kentucky Derby. That's coach. Coach looks very fun. And coach is the only place where there's food. Did I not? I did not realize. Because you get, you get invited to a VIP event at 645. You expect you could eat. Well, wait. Now we're in business class. That's people sitting in sort of chairs, like wedding style seating. And as Amy Schumer in her, in her act pointed out, there's like, there's like a separation for that in first class. Nothing feels better in a comedy act than to make people feel low. So those are business class, right? But like literally separated by a rope. And then biz, then, then first class is right in front of them. First class is those, those fake rattan Miami big giant couches, okay? And they, it's though them with two club chairs. I think it was club chairs. It might have been only the couches. No, there are definitely club chairs. Someone said, let's make a living room, a living room setting for each party in a comedy club that Amy pointed out is next to an airport. So you're hearing planes take off and land. And it's also next to the woods. She pointed that out a lot. Doesn't bother me that it's next to the woods, but she seemed frightened by it. It was still daylight. Um, but there were there are like coffee tables, outdoor like fake wicker Miami coffee tables and club chairs and couches. And it's vast. First class is vast. So they pull us, they this person seats us in my my couch seat, living room seating arrangement area. Okay. My friends are there, Amy and John are there. This person says, Great, go get a drink. Alcohol can cure almost anything. It's eight o'clock in the morning. I'm ready for a drink right now. Alcohol. She says, go get a drink. Cause when you're stressed out like this, this is how the housewives was successful because we walk in and you're so stressed out by whatever it is. And the preparation it took to get there that you disperse. You're like, I'm thirsty, but I'm not going to drink water. I'm going to have a margarita instead feels hydrating. So we get there. And so they're like, go to the bar. It's right there. I see Rosanna Scotto. Hello. I see other people go to the bar. Great. Go to the bar. No one's standing at the bar. Um, there's no line. Great. There's another signature drink bar that only has like very thick, syrupy mango, spicy margaritas. Sounded amazing. I got one. It was like a thick, syrupy mango with no alcohol in it, no spice in sight. So it was like gloppy mango drink. Like I, that I can't do for an evening. We're here for the long haul. It's going to be funny. I'm going to be talking to Lauren Michaels. I might get him to do my podcast. I'm going to see Amy. Jerry Seinfeld's here. We're going to hang out. Jessica and I are going to talk about, you know, sneaking vegetables into food and laugh. Like a lot of things are going to happen here tonight. I can't have a mango gloppy drink sustain me. So now I'm like, okay, great. So should we go over to another bar? This is the, a bar. This is the type of night I want to like make my own drink. I want to be like, I'll have tequila sour, mix a splash of margarita. Like, I mean, a splash of, of club soda. Like this is one of those bars. You're at an event. It's not going to be what you wanted, but if you're lucky, there's a lime slice, a good plastic cup, and you can figure out your own adventure with a vodka cranberry and a pinch. So I walk up. Sorry, we just have bottle service. I don't even know what that means. We have to buy a bottle. What do we do with it next? Like a bottle of what? Okay. So we have to all as a group now. 
agree. The tickets, I guess, were $500. We didn't pay. So we as a group have to agree because agree, it's four to $500 a bottle of alcohol. I'm not spending $1,200 on alcohol. John and Amy drink one drink each. Paul drinks one drink and nurses it to pretend he's drinking like I am. And I'm going to have two, two and a half to three drinks. So that's not two bottles of alcohol for $1,000. And I'm cheap in that regard. So I'm like, no. Bryn laughed at whatever that was. Would you laugh at why? Because Paul was pretending. Paul was pretending to have a drink. Exactly. So we all have to make a decision on tequila because Paul will drink a little tequila. I'll drink more tequila. Amy and John will drink no tequila. They'll drink Coca-Cola. Great. We're now $350 into this thing, plus Paul greasing everybody and paying tips and everything. We're probably $500 into it. We're having a bottle. But the bottle, these bottles, these young kid that these young kids that go to Duchella and go to like club bottle table service, they drink shots of tequila. They don't care about what's surrounding the drink. So the, the woman comes over to our table one time. You never saw her again because, you know, it's not fun in um, a comedy show. Clanking ice and scooping ice and pouring it into drinks. Like, you get your two drinks in a comedy club and you're off to the races. It's like bottle service for nightclub Miami, Fountain Blue, live the club in, in the Fountain Blue for anyone who's, who's, who's over 29. This is not live bottle service life. Okay, where you have someone like doing shots out of their belt next to your table. Like, you got to be quiet. We're doing a comedy show. So one time this is dropped off. The same ice that's under the bottle has to be the same ice we have to use for our drink. You get what you get. You don't get upset. I don't care. I already have salmonella and COVID. So now, but it's only the two carafes, the tonic, the whatever, and like some gloppy orange juice and cranberry. It's like 1992 drink selection. So I can't get my drink right. It's going to be strong tequila. It's going to be tequila with soda. It's just, this is not fun yet. My drinks are not fun. It's why I have a, I had a cocktail empire. Drinks need to be done properly. They need to be done fun great. Never see that person again. We're stuck with the soup because this is in the middle of a heat wave. I forgot to tell you, this is when it was 95 in the shade every day. So the ice is melted five minutes after it gets to our table. So we're now drinking warm tequila. Great. It's all fun. This woman comes out to do stand-up comedy. I'm not sure if she was funny because you would never be able to know because this was the least funny environment I've ever been in. So she comes out, she's, um, a black woman in a white sea of rich Hamptons entitled people. This was part of both of their bits and Amy's act, etc. And, you know, the, ha- the staff is home and all these jokes. And truth is, there's a lot, there are a lot of people in the Hamptons that can't afford to be at that event. There are a lot of locals. And the bad rap is about the private planes, which are right next door to this event, ironically. Literally, these are, this event was not at a, at a regular airport. It was at a private airport where all the douchebag planes were next door. So all the people that are being made fun of are sitting on sitting there at the event, their planes are next door. The jokes were funny. I mean, those jokes were funny. It's, it, we get it. It's true. You got to go for it. It's the low hanging plane. I mean, fruit. Great. So there's no food inside. Amy has to go walk to some food tro- truck and coach and find pizza. Like it's just not any food. There's nothing tray past. There's nothing that's going to be like interesting at all to eat. Like the pizza wasn't even that good. Who cares? Okay. So now we're not drinking. We're not eating. Okay. But we're not laughing because the person who opened up is out there and she's drowning and they put her out there for like 40 minutes. Like it was a long time. And I'm, but what you do when, what do you do when someone's like, not, it's not going that great for them. You laugh louder and you try to combine your laughter with the people next to you. So like there's laughter going up there because you're feeling bad. Guess what? When you're next to a tar, when you're at LaGuardia airport on the tarmac in a, in a, in a living room furniture setting, 
separated so far from the people near you. And there were seven empty couches in front of me, seven empty couches in front of me, so much so that someone started moving furniture. A staff employee during, during, I don't know if it was this girl's act or Amy's act, I think it was Amy's act, started moving club chairs and furniture to make it like closer together. You know what's great during a comedy show? No alcohol, vast spaces, wide open plains, right? Wide open plains are like are in between each table. You can't, I'm so far from Amy Schumer. I'm so far that even when Amy, because she wasn't getting every single laugh because no one could hear anything because there are airplanes taking off and landing. There are wide open spaces. There are like seven seven to nine tables in front of me that are empty and people are moving furniture. Moving furniture, just, we're just, no problem, Amy. We're just doing a light renovation in the middle of your act. We just thought we'd do like a light furniture renovation. Is that cool with you? We're gonna just move furniture. So every time I try to laugh to make it contagious for Amy or anyone, it's so far, she's so far from me. Guess who's nowhere in sight? There's no Jimmy Fallon. There's no Lauren Michaels. There's no Jerry Seinfeld. There's no... I heard later when I I was definitely displeased about the way that they set up Amy Schumer in this event. I heard... I can't imagine what they paid her. Whatever they paid her wasn't nearly enough. If they didn't pay her mm, $275,000, she did not get paid enough. Never mind. I didn't see... But I heard Jerry Seinfeld's daughter was backstage with the publicist. Well... Uh, maybe Jerry, maybe Jerry Seinfeld's daughter is going to come on the podcast. We could talk about this event. So none of the people that were discussed that were quote unquote sitting next to me were there. None of this occurred. Amy Schumer was funny because she could survive in a, in a comedy hurricane, but they set her up for failure. This was literally the night to set comedians up for failure. Okay. To set them up for failure. So no big deal. We go through, we are sober as can be. I'm wearing a different dress. There's no, there's, there's no food in sight, no alcohol in sight. Um, Amy Schumer's act was, was funny, but I can't imagine how hilarious it would have been in a setting where I could have actually heard myself laugh and heard part of the jokes. So I was so uncomfortable the whole time. Just like, oh my God, oh my God, this is a place to bomb. Uh, Oh my God. I couldn't believe it. I was so uncomfortable. Um, so uncomfortable. You have no idea. I just, I, I feel for the comedian. It's the hardest craft in the world. And to be set up for not to be heard and for laughter for you, for you as the comedian, not to hear the people's laughter for people, not to be drinking drinks for furniture to be moved for plants, planes to be landing. It was literally to make people feel like there's three coaches on a seat to be set up like an Emirates flight en route to Milan, where it just, what a disaster. But don't worry, we leave and we go to the security guy and say, hey, this person just, you know, told us to park our car. And he's like, oh, no, it's valley parking. There's like a sea of thousands of people. No, it had to be over a thousand people, hundreds of people trying to get out of there. And we've got the babysitter's car. I mean, I said to him, please get me that person. Please get me that person who, who coordinated this for me because she just effed me sideways. Okay. I said that Paul's looking at me. Paul's like, you're canceled. Your career is over. It's no problem. This is the second event that you've gone out to on a Saturday night that you're going to destroy everything. So let me just, so then, you know, he offered, he tries to tip the guy and says, can we please, and I said, listen, I've just had a, I've had a, uh, I I was a little bit miss. It was a little misrepresented because now I'm an entitled Hamptons 
douche. Everything about it is just, and I, I was not okay. I called the person. I was not okay till the next morning. I don't do well in social situations. I forgot to tell you, I'm introverted in this way. I I don't like to go out. I don't like, so to have all this heightened activation and to like, you know, the dress, the car, the lock-in, the babysitter, uh, all of it, like it just, it heightened me. And I, to feel uncomfortable, I get very uncomfortable and I feel uncomfortable for other people. Like I was, I walked back. I wanted to like go on stage and to like tell this audience what a bunch of, you know, white entitled people we are, but it wasn't even about the audience. It was really about the way the venue was set up and the whole thing. And it was just, it was for a good charity that I will say, I can't tell you, I was shook I woke up like sick the next day. I just felt my body felt, I just, I hold on to things. And when I feel uncomfortable in some way or activated or like I, I was helpless and I could, I just, I just felt, I don't do well in social situations. I don't know how many of you know, like when something you're planning for it and you, 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 you build it up, you're planning for it, you build it up, you do it. It's stressful. And it sounds not stressful to go out, but my friends were, I mean, it was a disaster. Thank God. Could you imagine, can you imagine I invited Alex and Stephen Cohen who own the vet, who own the Mets. And he's like the largest art collector in the world. They're good friends of mine. And by the way, they would be, but like, I don't, I can't imagine setting my friends up for something that's going to be VIP and interesting and then being so embarrassed. That's the only thing that would have killed me even more. I'd be in a coffin. If I invited them and had to think about how embarrassed I was that we couldn't get ice or drinks or you couldn't hear the comedy or we were on a, 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 like on a plastic coffee, coffee rattan table miles away from her. She can't hear us laugh. We, I mean, that poor opening comedian, the poor girl who opened up for Amy, I need you to come on this podcast. We need to discuss this evening. You know exactly what I'm talking about. And then that poor girl, and I messaged Amy on social meds to say like, wow, you're a warrior rock star and nothing breathes funny like no alcohol, moving furniture and being, you know, on a football field where no one can hear you laugh. And she said, you were there? <laughs> and then she said, mad respect and whatever. But so the girl, the, the person who set up this event didn't tell Amy that I was there and Amy donated to my charity and it would have been nice to say hello to her. So the whole thing was really fun and I'm really glad I went. I can't wait for next year. So Puerto Rico is a beautiful place. It's a lush island. It's great for surfing. It's got a culture. Like you feel like you've really gone somewhere far and you don't need a passport, which honestly I do really enjoy. It's a beautiful island. The people are amazing. The food is amazing. The water, the beaches, the vibe. It's a great place. It really is. In Puerto Rico, you'll taste the influence of Spanish, African, and native Taino traditions, sometimes all in the same dish. Puerto Rican chefs and restaurants put their passion into every bite. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 